0: to talk a little bit about faith and earnestly seeking God. Let me start off by reading Hebrews 11, 6. And without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So it's impossible to please God without having faith. We must believe in him and then we must earnestly seek him. Now what does earnestly mean? So I looked it up. And it means warmly, zealously, eagerly, real desire. We earnestly, with all our desires, seek after God. That's what he means right there. With all earnestly, with real desire. And you may be saying, well, Bobby, I don't have real desire. I want to have real desire, but right now I really don't have real desire. So when I first started serving the Lord, I didn't have that either. You know, it was kind of like I wanted to, but I didn't, and I wanted to want to. And so I prayed for it. And I said, Lord, you know, I want to seek you with everything. So I really want to want to. And, you know, the Lord answered that prayer. And now I have a burning desire to know him more. I have a burning desire to seek after him with real desire. But it didn't happen automatically. So you have to ask for it sometimes. Sometimes as soon as you get saved, you immediately have that yearning desire. And, you know, your yearning desire may be in other areas. It may be um, in your career, in your family, in desire to have money. You're having a yearning and you think, well, if I just get this one thing, then I'll be happy. But in reality, that yearning desire is for Christ. Your spirit man is crying out for Christ. And that is why every time you get what you want, you think you would be happy or the happiness doesn't last because that's in material things, not in spiritual things. And your desire that you're having is for spiritual things, which I can get off on a real deep rabbit trail right there. We'll have to do that another day. So, what do you do to grow this desire? Number one, you go to church for him. Not just for what you can get out of it, but what you can bring to it. You know, what you can bring to God. God, what can I do for you at church? How can I serve you? It's not serving man, which that is one way, but you're not just serving man, you're serving God for man. You want to go and serve the Lord and do for him because he's done so much for you. Number two, you want to read the word to know him more, know his heart, and understand his heart. Let me read Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you read the word, the more you hear the word at church and um, listen to podcasts, listening to this, the more your faith builds, the stronger you get, the more you know. And it brings you closer to God. The more you know brings you closer to God. That's earnestly seeking him. So that's how you please God. And then you need to pray daily. And it's a, and I have written down, talk to him, tell him what you need and what your desires are and ask for other people's needs too. So don't just tell him what your needs are, but pray for other people. You are blessed when you ask for other people's needs. You know, it's it's giving giving of yourself, not to just have it all inward for just me me me, but you need to pray for other people. So that gives a great blessing to the Lord when you pray for others. Then number let's see, number 4 Praise Him, worship Him, don't wait for church to worship. You know, it's great to have a worship and uh, service at church. I love worship. I really, really do. But that's not the only thing that we need to worship in. We need to turn on our worship music and worship when we're not at church. In the mornings, put on your worship music and worship God. In your car, put on your worship and worship God. Worship God with your with your money. Yep, I said it, money. Worship God with your money by giving your 10% of the tithe. Worship God by helping others. There are so many ways to honor God and worship Him other than just praise and worship, but you should do praise and worship in your home, by yourself, on your knees, and worship Him because that's an intimate time with God that is amazing. I cannot tell you the closeness I felt to God, but when I first started, I was like, Lord, you know, I don't feel this. I have to be honest, I didn't have the oos and goos and woos when I first started. I had to ask God for it. And so I prayed for it, and God gave it to me. And now when I'm in the presence of the Lord by myself, it is so amazing. It is just so amazing. And nothing else fills me like a time with God in worship. And if I promise if you do these things, you will find them in a way that will bring you to tears and instant joy. If you're looking and, you know, I'm not feeling it. I just don't feel it anymore. I felt it when I first got saved, and I don't feel it now. Or, you know, I get goosebumps every time I go to church, but I don't get it at home. Or, you know, i just fallen away, I guess, Bobby. I just don't feel it. Ask God to show him to you. And I promise when you earnestly seek him, you will find him. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And when you seek me with your whole heart, I will be found. That by you. That is a promise from your father that says, I will be found by you you got to go after it. You know, when Jesus ran around healing, he would ask them if they believed, and they would say, yes, we believe. And then they, he would say, according to your faith, I, you have been healed. So it was according to their faith. Now, you have to think for a minute. I need some water. Excuse me. You have to think for a minute that Jesus could have healed them no matter what but he said according to your faith and he did that with his people's friends' faith and with their own faith but he told the woman at the um, with the issue of blood he pu- she pushed the against the crowd and went and pushed and pushed and pushed and got the touch of his garment because she thought, if I could just get a touch of his garment, I will be healed. And when she did, faith was released and power came out from God, or from Jesus, and she was healed. And he said, and he was in a big crowd of places, many people were touched him, who touched me? He knew that the healing power had came out of him. And he said, because of your faith, my daughter, you have been made well. It was her faith. So if you are are believing God for something, you've got to increase your faith for it to manifest and the way to do that, let me read it again it is Romans 10 17 so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God you've got to be in your word, you've got to read your word, you've got to go to church and be under the word, you need to be in a bible believing church You've got to be in the word to increase your faith, to get your healing, to get the promises of God. And then Matthew 9, let me go to Matthew 9. Jesus was in his hometown And he was preaching, and this is what I mean by having to have faith. He was preaching, but it says here, let me read it, in Matthew 9 verses, um, let me see. Matthew 13, Matthew 13, Matthew 13, 53 through 58. Jesus is rejected in his own country, it says. And then at the bottom, in verse 58, it says, And now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief their lack of faith. He could not do work. So if you are praying and then you have unbelief, then you're nulling your prayers out. You can't be healed. It's got to be according to your faith, according to the scriptures or according to someone else's faith, according to the scriptures. But to get that faith, you must be in the word of God. You must hear the word of God. Read it out loud to yourselves. Read it as you go. Because it will make a difference in your life. All right, so let's look at a few other verses. Um, In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. You know, we have to trust the Lord and not our own understanding. You may not understand all what I'm saying, but... Trust in your in him and not your own understandings. Submit to him and he will make the path straight. It's a promise. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves; It is a gift of God, not by works so no one can boast. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we live by faith and not by sight. Luke 1, 3, 37 says, Luke 1, 37 says, for no word from God will ever fail. You know, God promises us that his word is forever and saying yesterday, today, and tomorrow and is forever and it will not fail. So take out your word, find scriptures on your situation, say them out loud, Speak them over your life. Tell the enemy what God's word says and win your battle. Win your battle. If he never did anything else for us but salvation, that would be enough for, for us to be worshiping him. But he said that he came to set the captives free. I'm going to read this last verse and then we'll close for the day. Luke 4, 18. It says, And this is Jesus talking. He opens the scroll and he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set those who are oppressed to set at liberty those who were oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed to him. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So he said to heal the brokenhearted, give freedom to those who are oppressed, to recover sight to the blind. That word is still good for today and for you. So hold on to that word. Speak that word over your life and know that Jesus loves you. Have faith. God you.